everybody, you're listening to so many sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. What are you doing? Yeah, what song is that? It's the theme song. Oh. It is pretty close. David. I thought it was a super I thought you were saying it was a Superman theme song. No, it's the Sequels of Eagle theme song. Yeah. I don't listen. I don't know. I don't listen to this stupid podcast. That was aggressive. It was aggressive. Okay. Um this week on the show we are talking about Superman 2. Uh, last week we covered Superman the movie, um, Superman's first foray onto the big screen as a big feature film. Very exciting. You can listen to that mm-hmm. uh, in the podcast feed if you want. Superman 2, however, uh, is a different movie. It came out in 1980, starring the usual suspects of Christopher Reeve, Margot Kidder. Um, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. What's the other guy? Um uh... We're Ned professionals. Beatty. Ned Beatty. <laughs> Ned Beatty plays Otis, right? Yep. Otis. Yeah, yeah. Cavalcade of uh, people that I don't really remember. Nobody cares. <laughs> well, no, nobody cared about the villains because they weren't good. Where else? Where else have you seen them? <laughs> oh, that's true. So, this is going to be an interesting episode because there are two versions of Superman Two that exist. There is Superman Two, the theatrical cut that everyone saw in theaters when it was released. And there's Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut, which was released in 2006, and is the Superman movie as original director Richard Donner intended and envisioned. For the most part. For the most part. You know, you can only do so much several several decades later. Yeah. So I watched the Richard Donner cut. They watched the Richard Lester theatrical release. Yes, we did. And... They did not watch my version, and I did not watch their version. So, so what? Are, what? Why don't you go through yours? Like, give a recap of your movie. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. you watched, and then we can jump in afterwards and give a rundown of ours yeah, and see yeah. what so, the similarities are and so the differences are. So, Josh, one word to describe the Richard Donner oh, cut. Shoot. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. And then, um, I thought, uh, I thought it was fairly. I'm trying to think of a different word from what I was wanting to say, but I don't know that I can. I thought it was fairly epic. Epic? Wow. It's a wildly different word than what we'll get into in a few minutes. Yeah. So what exactly happens? Describe the events of the film. I I suspect that the major plot points are going to be the same. Um, And I think how they came together is probably where it's going to be different. So... Uh, this takes place after, you know, Superman has saved the world from the nuclear bombs, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Uh, it opens with um, kind of a recap of the Krypton Tribal Council or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. are putting the General Zod and his, what, the three meanies is what I called them because mm-hmm. I don't really re- remember. Yeah, the only one worth remembering Zod. Yeah, I? banished them into the Phantom Zone, which is a pane of glass <laughs> that floats in space. And then I got a recap of what happened in Superman 1, where um, the whole bomb thing happens. The whole events, yeah. So, I think this is where the first major difference comes into play that I'm aware of. In my version of the movie, we find out that the nuclear bombs that Superman threw into space is what released the three meanies from the Phantom Zone. They explode in space, and it blows up the Phantom Zone, and they are released up onto Earth. Okay. Uh, what happened? So I'm going to interject here, and I'm you. You go through yours, and then I'll interject because I'm going to. I'm just going to start with Josh's version is better. <laughs> okay. Than the one that I watched, and probably I would think that you two agree. We haven't really discussed it, 
But my word for the the trailer, the movie that I watched is uh, I uh, cluster. So essentially, this movie we have the tribunal thing. We have this weird silent recap. So basically, and I wanted to bring this up in the first one, the the credit roll is basically like waiting at a Marvel movie for the post credit scene. But the post-credit scene is the whole damn movie in it's this so version. It's so long. So I sat through the post-credit scene, watched, or I sat through the credit roll, watched the post-credit movie, and then it starts off with like this weird silent recap of the first one. Where now I didn't like get a, that. There's like a weird montage of yeah, all of it's these more things. montage than yeah. it is nope. like recap. Mine, is, like, mine does the recap, and then it does the credits, which is the dun-dun-dun-dun, and the, and the names. Yeah. That's no silent no, scenes. No, they're like inter, intertwined with one another. So the credits are rolling, and in the... Meantime, like, while the yeah. credits are rolling, you see clips like from the other yeah. one with no words. Yeah. And so then it opens up with uh, Clark going into the Daily Planet and learning that there is a terrorist attack in Paris. Right. And that they have sent uh, Lois to Paris to cover it. And he's like, what? And so he <laughs> flies to Paris. And somehow Lois is able to sneak past the French police using a English to French translation book and yep. she's like how do you say stairs and there's a, again a terrorist attack with hostages and the threat of a hydrogen bomb right. and this one police officer who takes this book and walks away and she just goes right past him, right past him. to the Eiffel Tower rides up an elevator to where the people are and then something happens and the elevator starts to fall. Superman comes in, catches it, catches the She's elevator, underneath the elevator, yeah. hiding, saves her, and like stops it and is like, "This is your floor." Yeah. <laughs> Gets off, throws the elevator into space with the hydrogen with bomb, the bomb, hydrogen bomb blows up. It is this bomb in this version yep. that releases them yep. from the, the sh- zone. The shock waves of the bomb in. shatter the glass. And then out in floaty space are Zod and his minions. And not from the bombs from the previous film. Is yeah. that what happened? See, in, that's some, bombs from the previous that's film? some fever dream nonsense right there. It is. It is. That, but it's there's so no nothing yeah. there's no Paris, there's nothing, none of that. None, there's no there's really? no terrorist attack in Paris? Not a damn bit of what you <laughs> that's just said. That's one of my happened. favorite parts of the movie. Wow. Not a single single the thing. Only you said thing. Happened. Josh, I don't you need you to understand. I, I want Josh to finish his version of the movie first before we go into what happens in this version in the uh in, in Earth on Earth two. Um back on Earth one in Josh's version sounds way better. Yep. But the only thing keeping Lois Lane to being like the greatest journalist in the world is that everybody else in the world is more inept than she is. She's like the most inept idiot ever. <laughs> she got to the Eiffel Tower and was able to get that story. I know. It's the only thing that she's blessed by the fact that everybody else is dumber than she is. That's true. Like, she just like... She was really wanting There's a terrorist situation at the Eiffel Tower. Yep. And she gets a cab there. Yep. Yep. Why are the police... It's the 70s, the, man. Why are the, the European 80s, police not blocked off everything? It's insane. Anyway, why, Josh... Why... Why... Why? I can't answer. Why would a Daily Planet reporter go to cover a terrorist attack in another country anyway? Got there fast. How long? I don't know how long the terrorist attack was going on. It sounds like it happened in the morning because they were like, "Where have you been for the last twelve hours?" (laughs) And he was like, "At home." And he goes, "You don't watch TV?" No. So then they had sent her. I don't know how long it is to Paris. Before I go any further and and maybe like warp some opinions, I still need to hear everybody's one word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You two go ahead. Yeah. Because he said uh, cluster. I'm going to say offbeat. 
Offbeat. You say what? Andrew? Andrew says what? 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 Yeah, that, anyway. that's my word. So, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. That's a bunch of bullshit. That, none of that happened at all. <laughs> so, um, go ahead. I, I probably won't get it <laughs> all completely. I won't remember everything because cut, things cut in and out. But So, Zod and crew are free in space. They're what free in space. Then? Well, so their next move is they go to the moon yeah. and kill the astronauts, which I think happens on in the same place. Yep, on the mm-hmm. same place. Yeah. Um, but Lois doesn't go to France. Uh, Lois and Clark are assigned to go report at the Niagara Falls and mm-hmm. pose as a married couple, yeah. which is like, I don't know, I feel like a romantic comedy trope. If Was there any one. kind of setup for you in that, or did they just show up at a hotel? Because No, in, they it, were like assigned it. Okay, because yeah. in this cut that I watched, they just all of the sudden showed up at a hotel and pre- were pretending to be a married couple with absolutely no context. Yep. Yeah, they didn't explain was, it? No, they did, they did no. later. But they explained it after they made it into the hotel, so yep. like post needing to pretend to be married. Like they got in and she was like, well, like, oh, I can't believe we're writing a honeymoon beat. This is lame. I mean, don't quote me, but I'm pretty certain I knew, understood what was going on. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think he has a enti- nice. I think you have an entirely different, like it opens in the Daily Planet. Kind of. I mean, it opens with that th- flashback tribunal right, thing. Right, right. But then, yeah, there's no France thing. It goes into the Daily Planet right. where um, Lois um, has figured out that he is Superman mm-hmm. and is just trying to get Clark to confirm it. Yeah. So it sounds like you you mentioned that Lois is a pretty inept person. Yeah, generally. I feel like, and maybe this is just my opinion, maybe someone out there in the podcast universe would not agree with me. But I feel like she is portrayed as far less stupid in my movie. That's possible. Because I never... She... The way I viewed her as portrayed in this film is that she is confident that Clark is Superman and just needs him to prove it. Mm. And it sounds like in your film, she's more like guessing slash hopeful that maybe that's the case. It is kind of like that. So why don't you walk through that? Because this is the other... You and I have already talked. Because I watched this movie as at the time of the recording and you were here. So talk about how that aspect of it. So how confident the, she knew what she did to get it confirmed and things like that. She... Lois picks up a copy of the Daily Planet, the paper she works for while they're at the office. And she's got like... In the paper is the picture of Superman... Standing there, because, you know, he took glamour shots, I guess, after he saved the world. <laughs> that was dumb. And she's like, hmm, And draws sun, not sunglasses, but draws glasses, draws the hat, draws the suit onto Superman. And is like, by God, it's Clark Kent. Um, and she goes up to him and is like, this is you. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, nah. And she's like, that's you though. And he's like, no, it's not me. Yeah. And she goes, well, then I guess that this, uh, then I guess that this is, I don't know, just gonna like, I guess you're just gonna let me die then. And he's like, what? And she jumps out the window of the Daily Planet. Oh man. Just, just opens it and goes. Bye! And jumped out the window. <laughs> that's way That's way crazier than what she it's ends up doing in this movie. No. Okay, so you two don't know. He and I'm I already, Josh on. and I have already had this conversation. I'm going to hold on to what happens and, in ours for Josh. And uh, everything that he's about to say is going to make you angry about what we watched. It's I'm already making me angry it's about what I watched. It's going to get because it makes so much more sense what happens in his movie. Like, I think that's why so I what happens? She jumps out the window? She jumps out the window. And then what happens? 
So yeah, she jumped out the window and Clark's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and he, Superman runs down the stairs and is cool. down on the ground level while Lois is still falling. And he like eyeball zaps the uh, like awning of the building. So it pops open. I think I've seen clips of the this. The awning actually. comes out. So she can bounce on it safely, you know, like what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't go through it and die. So she pops up. It, it works as like a trampoline and she lands on like a vegetable cart or something. And in the meantime, he has also run back up. Yeah. So he's already back upstairs by the time she's like, oh, what happened? And is in the vegetable cart. <laughs> and she's like in shock of like, oh. I can't believe Superman didn't save me. And Clark looks out the window and is like, Lois, what have you done? <laughs> it's funny. It's way funnier. Um, we'll get to ours in a minute. So that's the first time she tests him. Yeah. Just she tests him in Niagara, too. Yeah, I'm going to skip to there. She goes. They go to Niagara, and this idiot child yeah. oh my falls, God. is like, on top of like one of the biggest waterfalls in the world and his parents are like that's nice Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes <laughs> oh that's everywhere that's a spill that's hey a spill iPhone, soda. iPhone 8s are water resistant they are <laughs> good for you oh that's everywhere <laughs> I will survive I might even leave it in. Do you want uh, it? For the audio <laughs> listeners, I uh, Hey, no, this is, this is just water. <laughs> it's seltzer water. <laughs> There's no sugar. Uh, I don't. Hopefully, I don't have to buy an iPhone. <laughs> I mean, it is cracked, but that's my. Hey, yeah. Everybody acknowledged that the phone was already cracked. <laughs> it could have come in a better moment. Too. You <laughs> go, this stupid kid. He's like, don't, 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 bam. <laughs> and then I, and then I punch a glass bottle of seltzer water and spill it all over Garrett's cell phone. Well, all right. Well, that was nice. So uh, I was drinking that. <laughs> that too. is a great analogy of what the movie is that we watched. Yeah. So, so he, he, uh, kid falls off Niagara he, Falls. Yes, he falls off, and they're like, "Oh my God, what are we gonna do?" And Clark's like, "Oh, because he's trying to get hot dogs." Yeah. Okay. So she did send him to get hot dogs. Yeah. Okay. Now he never does. No. Yeah. Oh, he does in oh, yours. Yeah, he does in ours, yeah. Because it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he just steals hot dogs in your version. Yeah, yeah. he does. They just go... Donna was like, eh, that's stupid. Yep. Cut it out. Uh, so he... Dun, 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 runs away, comes back, catches a kid, blah, blah, blah. Lois is like, Superman, it's me, Lois Clark. Or Lois... Whatever her name Lois is. Clark. Lane, Lois Clark. <laughs> Lois Lane. Lane. <laughs> and he flies away and she's like, oh, I guess he's not paying attention to me. And then, and then she's like, oh, but it is Clark, because we're in Niagara Falls, and Superman's in Niagara Falls at the what same the time. Odds. And then Clark give doesn't me, come back with hot give dogs. Me that sh- don't give me that <laughs> And yeah, Clark doesn't come back with hot dogs. So like, yeah, in your version, he's still trying to trick her, I think. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like, he's, he, he thinks twice. He goes, wait a minute, if I come back without hot dogs, she's going to be on to me. And I feel like... some hot dogs. Bring them back. Just from a storytelling perspective, I feel like at, keeping that hot dog thing in almost makes her look stupider. Because she's like, well, I guess it isn't, Clark. Because he brought yeah. the hot dogs. Yeah. She but she's like, now, like, really certain. Like, she was pretty certain when she jumped out the building. And now mm-hmm. she's still like, well, he's sneaky. So they go inside the hotel room. And she's grilling him on it. She's mm-hmm. like, I know you're Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Or I know you're Superman, Clark. I know you are. And he's like, I'm not. I'm not Superman. What do you want me to say? I'm doing a lot of exaggerating yeah. and paraphrasing. But you're getting the gist. 
And she's like, well, then I guess this won't be a problem. And pulls out a gun. Yeah. And Superman's like, what? Or Clark Kent's <laughs> like, what are you going to do with that gun? And she goes, I guess you'll be fine. And shoots him. <laughs> Lois shoots Clark Kent point blank in the chest. And he's like, <gasps> and she's like, because <gasps> it doesn't do anything. <laughs> he's, it obviously bounced off of him. And he's like, he's pissed. He's so mad. And she's like, hmm. I knew it was you. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, if you were wrong, you would have killed Clark Kent. And she goes, with blanks, gotcha, and drops a gun. And he's like, damn it, she fooled me. Yeah, She never shot him at all. <laughs> but he gave it away. So now she's like, I knew he was a woman all the time. And that is how she finds out. Well, she already knew, but this is how she confirms yeah. that he is Superman. See, that's so much better. Oh my god, it is so much better than what we watched. In the, I wanna, in, we watched go ahead. Piece of I want to describe to you, Josh. Okay. We'll take it. We'll take it in phases, shall we? Okay. I'll take. I want to. I want to take the, the the difference in uh, how she jeopardizes her life. Okay. All right. So instead of tossing herself out of a building, which also sounds mani- like a maniac move, it was. It was, and honestly, more maniac than what she does here. But my love, what I love, is the dedication to absolutely not revealing himself that Clark has in both sequences. Yeah. Because what she decides to do instead is, while they're in Niagara Falls, doing some reconnaissance, she decides. Well, she basically she's grilling him on the same thing. Like, I think you might be Clark Kent, and he's like. I'm not. He's like, or I'm not Superman. He's like, that's silly, Lois. Why would I ever? That doesn't make any sense. Have you seen Superman? He's like, gorgeous. And I'm just like, you know, a four. And so she's like, well, <laughs> then I guess you'll, I guess, uh, I guess you'll have to save me or something. You're just going to let me die or something. And she tosses herself over a railing and into a rapid. And so she's like, ugh. And at first she's like, oh, help me, Superman. This is so bad. And then, like, it gets worse. And she starts getting bashed around by rocks and trees. And she's like, fuck. Okay, Superman, this is getting to be some bullshit right now, right? <laughs> and then Clark's just the whole time, he, like, watches it happen, and he's kind of like, uh-oh. And he's, like, scooting down <laughs> to get down the sidewalk next to it, going, oh, Lois, uh, this looks like a bad idea, Lois. And he's just, like, hobbling along, like, trying to think, like, how oh, the heck am I going to get out of this one, right? And eventually he, like, does uh, eye beams or use super mm. breath, and he, like, blows a, a tree branch kind of in her path so that she... Uh, hits it and moves back along towards the shoreline. Mm-hmm. She visits the shoreline. She gets out. She goes, <sighs> and she like he jumps in to save her, but she, and she this woman that done jumped in the river. Clark tries to go help her, and she ends up saving him. Yeah, that's the best, that's the best part is that he goes and he falls in and then starts drowning in like two feet of water. So she's like, oh, God, and pulls him out. So she's like. If he's not Superman, Clark's such an idiot. I just had to save his ass. Yep. I was drowning and I saved him. And so <sighs> I like I, I liked that part. It was kind of funny, but it's just because Lois was like so gung ho about diving in the water. But I think the jumping out of a building is way more definitely way more yeah, way I to like make your point better. You know, if there was a Zack Snyder cut, she would have jumped off Niagara Falls and died. Yeah. <laughs> and Superman would have been like, sometimes you have to let go of what you love. And, that, and then like. <laughs> It would have been like color change, and it would, it would, have, been, it would have happened in slow motion. Yeah. Can I ask that kid who fell off Niagara Falls? Did he fall for like thirty minutes in your clip too? <laughs> oh my god, he did fall for a while, and and like, you know, the the effects are what they are for the time. But I remember thinking this almost feels a little graphic to me. Like yeah. it's, I, I just don't like it. Yeah, like this kid is falling to his certain death. Right, and they're making it clear they weren't like mincing it. 
Like, here, watch this little boy fall. <laughs> what I didn't like was how this kid is falling off of Niagara Falls, and Superman saved him, and he's like, again, again! <laughs> this kid's like, that was a blast. Yeah. None of that was fun, you ungrateful little ass. <laughs> and Superman's like, with his quick wit, oh, only one ride per customer. Or so whatever wants, Andrew, do you want to take the hot dog the, the, the hot dog situation, or do you want to, what, what, what do you want? What do you guys want? What do you want? What like, do you want? I just thought that the dialogue in that was very strange, because like, as they were watching the kid, they were watching the kid fall, which was like for thirty minutes. <laughs> it really, it really was for thirty minutes because it, they all were watching over, and you just kept seeing him fall. And then whenever Superman rescues him, there was somebody in the back that said, "What a nice man!" And then somebody said, "Well, of course he is. He's Jewish." And I'm like, "Wait, what? That's what he says." Can it, you confirm that, Garrett? I don't remember hearing that. <laughs> I, had to, I vaguely I had remember that. Back it up. Pull yeah. up the tape. We'll look. <laughs> He's a, he's of a, course he is. He's Jewish. Yeah. What a weird thing to say. It's a, that's what I thought. And I'm like, I had to do a double take on that. And of course, like the parents were just like, I'm gonna beat you so hard whenever you get home. Yeah. And <laughs> so I want to talk about the hot dog thing because you have a different version of like they're very similar, but like because of the way Lois is set up, that whole experience for me was different. Like you feel like she's clever and like trying to get this figured out so there's the, the yeah, same she's definitely scene. clever in my eyes she sends Clark to get hot dogs and freshly squeezed orange juice and then Superman shows up to save the kid and then we have that same scene where she's like Superman Superman but it looks it comes across as that she is just this whiny needy of attention from Superman woman yeah and it's really upsetting because she's like like listen I know that they have a thing or whatever. But, like, he's there to save a child who done fell off the edge of Niagara Falls. And then he saved and then left and went on. And she's like, hey, I'm here, too. Pay attention to me. Oh, Superman. Yeah, that's much and more it how it came across. It was cringy, and I didn't lie. And then he left, and she's like, oh, I guess he's got more important things to do, like saving kids than talk to me. <laughs> and it was very upsetting to see that character Clark that way. comes back. He's yeah, and it's weird because like that line exists in my movie. It just doesn't come across that way. Yeah, it it's so weird. The hot dogs. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. tell what happens in the in the honeymoon suite, Andrew? Uh, how she figures out that how, how she how they they work that situation out instead of being shot by a gun. Stupid. Do you remember? Stupid. I don't. Andrew, no, I don't. Garrett, do you remember? Yeah, I do, and I hate it. Who of you three watched them? <laughs> Two of us. I watched it. I feel like Two I got three it. people who can form together. Yeah, but you didn't remember. He didn't remember the other thing. <laughs> the Jewish thing? Oh, hang on. I don't hey, guys, guys, check this out. What? Oh, you got the... I think I got the clip here. That sounded an awful lot to me. Like, of course, he's Jewish. <laughs> Which has no context know. of whatever. I don't know if that's what you know what, though? Definitely something weird like that would come out of a like old lady's mouth. Yeah, like an old extra. Of yeah. course, he's Jewish. I wonder, yeah, was that ad lib, you think? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, of course, he's Jewish. Ju- like, what? Oh, what? A, what? How do you even know? <laughs> <laughs> First of all... He's an alien. Don't people know that? Yeah. <laughs> she converted to Judaism. Yeah, just when he for got to Earth. Yeah. No, so the reveal of Superman is terrible in this version that we watched. They're in the hotel after this, uh, and she's trying to brush her hair or something. And essentially, Clark trips. 
his hand goes into the fire for five seconds, and he, like, puts his hand in his shirt, and she's like, let me look at your hand, let me look at your hand. And then he, she looks at his hand and is not burnt, and the end. She, that is the confirmation that he's Superman, and I don't understand it. Yeah. Because, listen, you can put your hand in fire for a little bit and not burn to a crisp. You might have some redness, but, like, you don't have to be burnt. Yeah, you and, be- like, that whole, it was so confusing watching it because he was, like, denying it, denying it, and then all of a sudden just gave up. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have continued to deny it, but he just went, huh, you figured it out. Yeah, he just kind of goes, well, shoot. It was, it was anticlimactic and, and stupid. Yeah. And then, so we haven't even got to, like, Lex Luthor yet, who is oh, also man. in this movie, and surprised me, and I have something about that later. But, like, I didn't expect to see Lex have a lot of problems with my version of this movie. I, In my notes, I called this movie Superman colon Dudley Do-Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> the whole, like, Lex Luthor, Snidely Whiplash, 100%. Right. And Superman is portrayed as Dudley damn Do-Right. And it's so stupid. It, it's, it, I, I appreciated the cheesiness, and I, I was okay with cheesy, but it just was too much. There's a scene where Lex... And Otis are breaking out of jail, it's and there's a spotlight that goes across, and like for some reason they face the opposite way. So like Lex is looking at the wall, and Otis is facing the space, and he puts the bunny ears over Lex Luthor's head, yeah. and then Lex sees his re- reflection with the bunny ears, and he goes, "Oh, oh!" <laughs> and then Miss Tessmacher, who a hold, why the hell would she come help them after she done betrayed him in the first one? Comes in with a hot air balloon, sends down the ladder, Lex goes up and is rescued, and Otis is so fat that he he can't climb the ladder, but instead he's pulling the balloon down because that's what we want. It was so Dudley Do-Right in her. It was so silly. I hated it. That sounds... Awful. It's it a was. whole comedy of errors anytime Lex is on screen. Well, so like then let's talk about I Lex will say, yeah. I will say, all that aside, Ned Beatty and Gene, Gene Hackman have really good chemistry. They do. They're very funny together. Yeah. But it's like, why is Lex Luthor in a comedy troupe well, right it, Yeah, it is yeah. weird that they do that. Because Otis is just a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Otis doesn't <laughs> serve a purpose. <laughs> no. Other, he, other than comedic relief that wasn't needed. No. Other and, than to serve as the bizarro Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Like, that's all he does mm. is he's like Lex Well, and they even power. play the <laughs> style music <laughs> yep. when they're escaping. Um, I feel sorry for Ned Beatty for that. Cause like, well, you know, he got paid, I'm sure. I'm sure he did, <laughs> I'm but sure he collected. that's how they got to remember him in Superman. Um, so, Lex's parts are uh, honestly pretty forgettable for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember them well because when you look at the movie as a whole, uh, it's not really clear why his character is in it. Um, he's not the main antagonist. No. It's kind of like he's just there because... <laughs> In the lore, he's Superman's main villain, yeah. and he was in the last one, and is and he's Gene Hackman. Yeah. Otherwise, there's not really a story reason for him to be in this film. Does he try to integrate himself with Zod in the yeah. Donner cut? Uh, I think so. He tries. If I if I remember right, he tries to integrate with both sides. Yeah, and eventually he's like with Superman. Um, I was on your side the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that was old. Um, so in my in the Richard Donner cut. There's a lot more Lex Luthor because they use some of those un previously unused scenes that was shot by Donner in 1977. 
And in the Richard Lester version, Gene Hackman refused to reshoot anything out of out of loyalty to Donner. So in in your movie, he's in there a lot less, and some of his scenes are body doubles. Um, hmm. So I have more. It's like I have more Gene Hackman, but I it didn't help me at all. Hmm. I didn't okay. need it. The scenes that remain intact from the that that bridge the two are plenty of Lex Luthor. So I didn't I didn't need as much of him. So let's skip to Zod's arrival because they 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 mess around on, on the, the planet moon Houston. For a while. Yeah, on the planet Houston. Houston. I had to laugh at that. I made a mark of that because it's like he goes, "Well, this is it, the planet Houston." Whatever he says, a weird surface or whatever. And yeah. he's like, "This idiot doesn't know what water is." Yeah, <laughs> made me he's laugh like, immediately. I was like, like, "This guy's an idiot." And he's like walking on water. Like, I was gonna say Clark is also from Krypton, but he did arrive as a child. Yeah, he's had time to enter. So he's had he's time, had time, he's to, had like, time to, learn, to adapt and learn. Still seems like, really? Krypton didn't have any liquid? <laughs> no, it's all, all ice. It's uh, all crystals and such. Well, didn't melt and not, did no liquid. No liquid at all. It's really cold on a you know planet that circles a red sun. Now, right. I don't like that. <laughs> well, anyway, that's that. So so, he, so what does he do? He, he Does he do, like, does he go around and, like, see people before ending up at the White House? Eh, I mean, I think so. I do remember some bits and pieces, but he never does anything of value. He just did. Um, so, but he has to go to the White House. Does he he does that, go to the White House. Like, that part exists. That stare down with the president and all that? I think that was there. Yeah. yeah. I think the White House scenes remain in both movies. So, in our version, Zod lands on Earth. He, he, he messes up the moon for a while. And then he decides, to when he lands on Earth, they just, like, screw around in Hazard County for, like, 70 minutes. <laughs> like... Running into the same dumb cops like four times, and just like they're just like even though they can fly, just kind of like walking around in this like podunk Kentucky town. It seems like mm-hmm. and like knocking things over, and people are like, "Hey, buddy, you want to arm wrestle?" And you know, Ursa gets down, and she's like, "I'll arm wrestle," and she like slams a guy through the table. It's all very like over the top uh, effects and stuff. They're like throwing people through walls, and uh, doesn't he like doesn't he like chunk the sheriff like? 80 feet into the sky or something mm-hmm. like that and then he just like lands on the ground it's all bad and it's all bunch of like hayseed weirdos going like paw paw do you see that man like it's just so weird and then yeah. they uh they they mess up this four horse town so much that uh the local news comes by and puts them on tv and they're like where who is you know we're speaking to all of the world here right? and he's like well no you're trying to just speak into you know the greater Lexington area. He doesn't say that, but I'm just kind of uh, imposing my own narrative here. And he goes, where is your leader? And they go to the White House. And so he goes to the White House. This guy pretends to be president. And he goes, you're not the president. I can tell. And he goes, and the real president stamps up and he like surrenders America to Zod. And all will kneel before Zod, which is like one of the best lines in the movie. Yeah. Well, he says it enough. And, uh, did you like how the on guy the, on the other half of this story, Superman's given up his superpowers so oh, he can be yeah. with Lois Lane? That's mm-hmm. stupid. So was there any messing around with like all these weird hillbillies in yours? Yeah, I think there was some of that. I mean, because well, they land in Houston, so yeah, there's <laughs> there's a little bit of that. Um, there's some stuff that doesn't happen. Like I, I, you guys have some kind of weird scene. I think I don't know where it is because I didn't have it. Where they like attack townspeople yeah. by yeah. blowing them over. Yeah. yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, that, yeah, they like blow and that's like, one thing. Everybody goes flying. Yeah, they were all coming towards them, and they just. That's one three meanie interaction I don't have. Yeah. Um. 
Oh, one no. of the one of the uh, I can't remember his name. It's like Zod, Ursa, and there's another one, the big guy. The he like can't figure out how to make his heat vision work. That's like a that's like a small story arc where he can't like <clears throat> she figures out heat vision right away, and Zod is doing like all kinds of weird stuff. Like Zod has like telekinesis, which Superman has never really had. So it's kind of like he's got they've got some powers going on that even Superman doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And so there's like a subplot of the big guy can't figure out heat vision until he finally does figure out heat vision, and he's like all excited about it. So you mentioned that uh, Superman had given up his powers yep. in order to be with Lois Lane. So they they figure once Lois Lane, however she figures out Indeed. Superman is Superman, takes her to the Fortress of Solitude, and they have a night of not solitude. Yeah. They rendezvous yeah. the old "I yeah. gave up my powers" trick, eh? <laughs> well, so <laughs> like, then, why should he have to do that? Well, that's like, what I don't get. That's what I don't understand. So I, I in, think I do. In, go ahead. In my version, he is talking to his mom, and he's like, "I love her, and she loves me." And she's like, "Well, if you have to be together, then you have to live as a mortal man." And she's and Lois is in the background overhearing all of this. So. Superman decides, yeah, this is what I want to do. He steps into this machine or whatever. And they take, well, they take away his powers. And for me, now this is a question that I'm going to pose in general. Superman, undeniable love for Lois. As Superman, as Clark Kent, Mm -hmm. you both see the level of love that he has for Lois. Mm -hmm. So for him to sacrifice his powers is understandable. I get it. Okay, now I'm going to throw this question out there. Lois does not love Clark Kent. She loves Superman. And then when she finds out that Clark Kent is Superman, that's just a convenient win-win for her. She gets it. And then if she truly loved either one, when Superman tried to give away his powers, she'd have been like, no, don't do this. Because she didn't love Clark Kent until she found out that he was Superman. So without the Superman... Why would she love Clark Kent? Yeah, it is kind of a question of like, and they don't really get into that sort of level of it. I, I, I kind of feel like it's a thing of like, A, I don't know, maybe maybe Jor-El and Lara knew like, yeah, son, if you're going to get involved with any Earth women, you better give up your powers because you're going to mess something up. <laughs> um, uh, and it also might be an element of like, if you're going to choose to live on Earth, you really can't, and you're going to have like a family and stuff, you can't be like... You're not gonna you're you're not gonna be like a super person anymore. You gotta give you gotta if you're gonna choose Earth, you gotta choose it all the way and give up your powers. But or something why? Like that. I don't know. It's kind of like that's no it, reasoning it, for it. And again, it's, it's like I don't know. And again, it goes back to further the plot. It goes back to it's it's like their. But he gets ru- his powers back. It goes Spoiler back. Spoiler alert! It's their <laughs> rules, right? Yeah. Jarrell told him in the last movie, "Don't interfere in human history." And what does he do? He goes back in time and changes and changes what happens. And there were no ramifications for it. So it's like. Okay, but then like his parents tell him. By the way, if you're gonna fall in love with an Earth woman, you got to give up your powers. And he kind of goes like, at this time he goes, well, that's what they said to do. Did they say that? I don't even remember. Yeah, more or less, that's what his that's what I mean. That's what the hologram of his mom says. It's like if you're gonna live among them, then you need to live as them. Yeah, you know. And so he's like, yeah, that makes sense to me. He goes, I don't really need to do this Superman stuff anyway. There's no real threats. I took out Lex Luthor, and he gives up his powers. And like four minutes later, he turns on the TV, and Zod's like, I now rule the world. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, crap. That was a very bad weekend to give up my superpowers. <laughs> Couldn't be worse than that. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm just not no. convinced. And, like, why does that Why does that machine exist? Like, why would they make that? Yeah, think, why is there a machine to take your powers Especially away? when or on their planet them. they don't have powers. Yeah. 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 
It really seems like they created it so that he could pull the old switcheroo later in the yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's what he ends up doing is they bring him back to the fortress. Uh, Lex Luthor tries to be on everybody's side until he benefits one way or another. And Superman goes into the thing and he pulls the old switcheroo and outside all of the Zod and his minions lose his powers and he beats him up and sends him off into the world of wherever Yeah, he makes it backwards so that they lose their powers and he keeps his powers. uh, He had tried to fight them with his... He got his powers back through some means uh, earlier in this moment. They found another crystal of... Superpower, dumb. I don't know. They try to. He tries to just fight him regular, and that's where the cellophane s. Talking about this movie is making me happens. not like it more. Uh, you, <laughs> I you know, still having a great time. You know, I like the up. movie. This is what I Josh's feel the same part, way. Right? When he takes the s off his so chest, dumb. Yeah. Really, throws it at the guy and really like stops him. Oh yeah, like, let's talk about that. Sense. Was that in yours? It was not because it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Richard Donner took it out. Yeah, you asked me about it, and again, I was in and out of this. I assumed you were into that. Paying attention. No, I didn't even see it because I was so out at that point in time. He apparently rips off his chest an S, throws it like a damn frisbee, and it like expands into this cocoon blanket around somebody. Yeah. I I totally missed this. I'm upset uh, that I missed it. Slows him down. Have you heard the family guy bit? Yes. That's like, that's what I think of every time I think of this movie. Um, We did it earlier, so I'm going to do it now since we're talking about it in the context. Do you know it, Andrew? No, I don't. Okay, so this is a clip from family guy about that particular scene. So, listen, Cleveland, um, the reason I asked you out here, uh, I've been wanting to talk to you about something. In Superman 2, what is the story with that cellophane S that Superman rips off his chest and throws at the bad guy? Prepare to be destroyed, Superman. What was that? Yeah, take that, you jerk. That was a minor inconvenience. Yeah, well, that's the idea. Slowed you down. I'll say. Ow. Didn't see that coming, did you? No. Yeah, well, you know, take that. <laughs> that's essentially what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so it, dumb. Yeah. yeah. Um, it does nothing. And I gotta think that's what the editors were thinking when they were remaking the Donner Cut. They were like, what? What did that do? Because <laughs> it really is just, like, it hits him and it just disintegrates it almost from, instantly. It doesn't make sense from any stage of development. No. From writing to performing. Like, what is, like, Chris, hey, Chris, so what you're going to do here, you're going to you're gonna grab at your chest, all right? Make a motion like this. <laughs> like you're throwing the S off your chest, to, and you're going to grab him. Is that something Superman does? It is now. Yeah, like, wh- wh- wait, since and when then, does his powers include, like, making things appear out of thin air. Yeah. I mean, it's so odd. It, it, Chris, it's so odd. And we're not to the end of I do odd. want that cellophane blanket, though, because it reminds me of a space blanket. Exactly. <laughs> I think it'd be great to have one. All wrapped up. Okay. So he defeats Zod. One of the better moments of the movie is well. where uh, Zod goes, goes away to, so uh, the goes movie's over. Well, oh. he, they, they go to, like, shake hands and Superman crushes his hand. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And, like, the music comes in and he, like, Zod... Uh, drops to his knee and now Zod kneels before Superman and he like takes him and tosses him and the other two they come over and he tosses them like they're uh, on wires and uh, and defeats them and then yeah like you said Lex is like I was on your side the whole time pal mm-hmm. and then I don't know if Josh had this moment he didn't say, so they saved takes Lois Lane oh. back to the Daily Planet mm-hmm. kisses her so mm-hmm. she forgets Wait, before you say anything I need you to read my notes read that right there what does that say what this said, this, you, re- you misspelled. Just, you just misspelled. The, this ending is terrific. No, that's what I you misspelled. So. Yeah. We'll get to. I assume this is. Hang on. All of a sudden, losing. 
Uh, Our movie sucked. Oh, this is the different ending. I know, it sounds like this, you guys' this, movie sucks. This, this is different than what I'm going to hype up in oh, a minute. Oh, okay, then I'll so hype you this talk, up. You talk this part. Go right. ahead. So, Josh and I, again, we've had this conversation. This ending. Look, boy... I don't even know. I'm so angry with this. I think this is in your version too, though. No, it's not. It isn't? It's not. He he goes back to the Daily Planet. And, again, we have established that Lois Lane knows Clark Kent is Superman. We have established that they are together based on their Fortress of Solitude mm-hmm. and him giving up the powers and all of this stuff. And so... They, go, they finish this thing. They go back to the Daily Planet. And for some unknown reason <laughs> Lois Lane is so distraught and like where did Super, like Superman apparently had been gone she'd been crying all night for some unknown reason and there's this weird she's like I don't even know what to call you what am I supposed to do You just tell me you love me and I was like woman he did he gave up his powers for you and so there's this weird build up no context as to why she's upset he kisses her so hard. <laughs> she gets amnesia <laughs> and forgets that he is Superman. Now oh imagine what would happen if he had slept with her with those powers. I just she exploded. She no, there's this, <laughs> this, this is what happened. They fight. <laughs> then he's like, just say that you love me or something like that. And he kisses her and she like Starts having this weird mild she, like, seizure. Pauses, like, oh. Yeah, you think that she's just so like enamored with this passionate kiss, and then she starts to like weirdly seizure, and all of the sudden, everything that she knew for she forgot. Yeah, but it takes a while because a third person has come into the room, and so I was like, "Are they acting?" Is she just pretending that she doesn't know or like they're not a thing because people don't want to know? Right. And Josh is here at this point in time watching it and he goes, nah, man, he kissed her so hard she forgot. And I went, that's not the case. And they kept going and that is the case. He has the kiss of amnesia. I, like, <laughs> this is so stupid. Yeah, All so right. none of, that's another fever dream bullshit. I don't know what that is. <laughs> now uh, we're going to talk about my favorite to ending. Because no, that's... He's, He's Josh has a, Josh does not have that ending. What happened in yours? No, that ain't happened at all. <laughs> what happened in yours? <laughs> that happened. How does Lois forget in her so ears? He, uh, you know, he destroys the fortress of solitude with his heat ray. They fly back in there next. He destroyed the fortress of solitude with his heat ray. Oh, did that not happen to you? No, nope. that happened in ours. Hey, he just, fortress of solitude still standing. As yeah, as like they, they just they killed everybody. Now he they killed. Well, they got rid of them. They got rid of them, and then all of a sudden we cut to make sure I didn't destroy it. Make sure I didn't. Oh yeah, no, he blew that ish up. He blew it up with his heat ray. So they have their whole new world moment flying through there, back to the apartment or whatever. And um, she's sad because she's like, ah, you know, they, they, they're never going to be together. Kind of sadness. He's like, yeah, that sucks. And leaves. <laughs> then my boy Soups <laughs> goes back in time again. What? Yes! No! He goes back in time. Like Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> He spins around the he spins around the world just like he did in Superman One, and he reverses the events of the past few days, uh, making sure that she never figured out that he was Superman, putting Zod and his idiots back into the Phantom Zone and kicking their ass back into space, and everything is good again. 
Dun da 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 dun da 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 dun credits. I think I like our ending better. Oh, oh no. no. That's some no, garbage. No, no, like, no, no, why no, does no, anything no, bad no. ever happen to Superman? Why doesn't he just immediately go, well, hang on, the, hang on, it's been 11 Superman. minutes, I'm going to go back in time a little bit and undo this last that's 11 minutes. Literally my, that's literally has been my critique of Superman always, is that it's not believable that anything bad can happen to him. But it at is least, believable when he can't rewrite time. That's not a thing. I they get, made that up for the first movie because they wrote themselves it. into a box. They also <laughs> made up the kiss of amnesia. I'm they just made saying. that up too because it's like they're running out of idea. That. I get what you're saying, and I don't. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't think you can argue that. Granted, he did do that one time in a comic I book. I don't love but it. Was it weird, but it is better than an amnesia kiss. It is because I don't know. at least in this Superman film universe, time travel has already been established. Yep. I don't like that they use the same device as the first two movie as the first movie. However, I think a lot of that might come down to um, the fact that he never got to make the movie he wanted in the first place. That's true. So I think in a perfect world... Oh, boy. It was my understanding that he was not going to go back in time in the first one, in the perfect world. And so it was only going to happen in this one. If what I, if I'm remembering right what I was reading during about the production and all that, Superman 1 was going to end on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. with the bombs. Mm-hmm. And then it would be resolved in the second one, and then time travel would be used at the end. But because of the production explosion... That didn't get to happen, so he was kind of forced into doing it again because it's what he always wanted. I don't like it, but I like it more than him kissing her so hard he forget she yep. forgets because that is stupid. Know. I don't know. It just seems so lazy. That's the stu- well, thing again. I know. I don't agree. I just all I can say is it wasn't supposed to be the same. I mean, I get it. Like he doesn't really have the option of like going back yeah, and reshooting stuff. Exactly. Like so, it's just kind of what it is. What it, it is. It, but I don't know. It's literally. These are both bad endings. It's these his, will both be un, These will both be vetoed by David. It's how he envisioned it to the best of his ability. <sighs> so now, can we talk about? So that's the ending. That's yeah. it. That's I don't the know story. if this is in yours. That's the movie. There's a nice. Uh, what's the word? Denouement in the original cut. We didn't talk about it. In the brief period in which Superman had no powers, he and Lois went to a diner in Metropolis. Oh, with Rocky? He got his butt kicked yeah. by some jerk at the at the and he was trying to be like, "Hey, you can't talk to my woman that way." And he gets up and he gets in his face, you know, like like Clark Kent, like Clark Kent should. And the dude just knocks him around because he's Clark Kent and he has no abilities now. So, the movie, this movie ends Clark now superpowered again. He walks into the diner and he issues one of the best lines I've ever heard because the guy's at the diner and he goes, Hey, these eggs taste like garbage. And Clark Kent goes, That's funny. I've never seen garbage eat garbage before. Yes, great line. <laughs> really great line. I love it. It's and such a Clark Kent cheesy is, thing to say. It's so, it's so, it's so Smallville. And he just like walks up to the guy and he goes, Oh, yeah, you want another piece? And he punches Clark right in the stomach and like breaks his hand. Yeah. And then Clark spins him like the mask you know in like a big uh, in like a big whirl <laughs> puts him on the table and slides him so hard that he flies out in the diner and uh the movie vaguely ends sometime around then i, I, I do have that scene i really like that uh it's a good moment that close the um, closing a storyline they absolutely did not need to close and uh christopher reeve is the highlight of this movie sure no matter i think he's a is. wonderful clark kent yeah he, he really is, is so charming as clark kent it's just it's it's too bad the rest of the movie doesn't really rise, I think, to his uh, his level of charm. I just think he was doing garbage, eat garbage before. 
it's, like, it's, so, it's so happy days. It's so <laughs> what, what were you gonna say? It Andrew? doesn't matter. No, say it. Speak. Say speak it now. No, the only thing I was gonna say. <laughs> oh my god, you got amnesia. You get You get this Superman. No, here, here's what I was gonna say. Was that like I think the only reason why he even like did all the shit in this movie that he did, like the fucking s throwing off mm-hmm. and the garbage garbage is because of the loss of, of the impending lawsuit that was against him. Yeah. Like the the law because they were going to sue him if he didn't do this movie. Mm. Yes, that is true. I didn't know that he wasn't. There's so many problems with the way that Superman two was originally made. So there could be books written about this. There are books written about. We this. talked about oh. how Superman one and two was was intended <laughs> to film concurrently, yeah. and they filmed most of it concurrently in 1970, whatever before yeah. it was released. So when Richard Lester replaced Donner, and years later when they were filming it. They had to reshoot scenes three years later. So there's a lot of instances in your version of the movie, and some in mine, where there's literally scenes where there's the three years difference between what you just watched and what you're watching now. So it created some issues with continuity, and sometimes, like, Christopher Reeve will look different mm-hmm. in some scenes than in others. Um, Gene Hackman was like, nah, I'm out. He didn't want to do it. We talked about that. Marlon Brando... Uh, they like excised him from the movie completely. You, you guys have like Superman's mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got Marlon Brando. Wow. Um, and I think that's because after you know years later when they were working on this, they worked out a deal with his estate. Um, that's true. They did that for Superman Returns as well. John Williams quit after getting in a fight with Richard Lester, so it was scored by someone else. They did use his main score. Um, and Christopher Reeve was set to film another movie when they wanted to do reshoots for Superman 2 and he was like no I got this other gig now that Superman's three years ago and they're like well then we're gonna sue you (laughs) for breach of contract if you don't come film this movie and he's like shit right." guess I got no choice so he had to go back to film portions of it this your movie only uses approximately 30% of Donner's footage wow most of it was completely rewritten and reshot yeah, and yeah, that he was, shot the majority of the that's movie. That's crazy, and that was a lot of, in some ways to get Lester the director's credit because of Guild Rules and all that. And mm-hmm. they actually tried. They he offered. He was like to Richard Donner, "Do you want co co director?" And he was like, "I don't co direct anything." Mm-hmm. The end. And so that was the end of his smart on him because Superman. I wouldn't want my name on that. No. So then years and years later in the in the early 2000s is when serious work started on on the recut and Donner didn't really want anything to do with it. He was like that's so long ago. I'm done with Superman. I don't want it. And slowly he became more involved to where I believe some some the people who were working on there are people who were working on this and and Donner kind of oversaw it mm-hmm. and was like yes to that, no to that. He wasn't heavily heavily involved but he basically approved of the recut that came out in 2006. It's a bunch of mess. It's a bunch of mess. And what's interesting, I'm just speculating off the hip now, is there's a big there's a big uh, campaign online to have Warner Brothers release the uh, Snyder cut of there Justice League because a similar situation happened, not the same, but where Zack Snyder was no longer the director of that film after he had a family tragedy. And so Joss Whedon came in and finished it. So a lot of people now are saying, we want to see the Snyder Cut, particularly Snyder fans, 
because they there are more, they are there hopeful. are some of those yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's a big movement they are wow. hopeful big yeah it is, it's a surprisingly big movement oh that's absurd they are hoping that Zack Snyder's original vision will be better than the Justice League they got and uh, off the top of my head I don't know that they'd be wrong because I, yeah it's I don't hate Batman v Superman as much as some people do. Mm. I don't. It's like hard to consider it canon in a lot of ways because it's so weird. Yeah. But I like it a lot more than Justice League. Yeah, Justice League's kind of the suffers around. I think a lot of the same problems as Superman too. It's kind of a hot mess in some places. I don't know that the Zack Snyder cut would be better. I don't it either. Might be slightly I'm more just, coherent. I'm hopeful it might be uh, if we ever see it. Here's what I'll say though: is that <clears throat> the theatrical version of Batman v Superman was not as good. But like the director's cut of that is that's actually true. is actually very good. That's kind of a Snyder thing too, because the the director's cut of Watchmen is is I think better than the theatrical cut. And I think well. most people say the director's cut of Three Hundred is better than the. Maybe studios should get out of his way. Maybe or maybe Even Zach Snyder not, needs to learn how to cut movies. Well, the, the first. The I'm right, not his biggest one. fan, and I won't shy away from that. But it does seem like maybe people should give him space <laughs> to yeah. spread his wings. We'll talk about that another day. Yeah. But it's uh, it's uh, safe to say that this movie was one of the f- one of the early uh, examples of Warner Brothers and DC and whoever all was involved in this just mishandling production of these movies. Yeah, on the listen, grand DC. Scale. I know you're listening. <laughs> Don't get mad at Warner DC. Warner Brothers too. There you go. You're not Marvel. You're never gonna be Marvel. <laughs> Stop trying to be Marvel and let your people do their damn job and you step back and give them money. Yeah. Because you are not creative. There, I done said it. At least when it comes to superhero movies, look at their track record. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Just stay out. Just you just gotta let it, you just gotta let the movies breathe. You can you you look yeah. at your success Doing hands. is Nolan's Batman. Did you step in and go, Well, I don't know, Mr. Nolan, I don't think that's a great idea or did you go, nah, go ahead. I think you went Naga Head, and you got great. I don't know how exactly it works on a grand movie-making scale. I don't know how much, like, you know, other departments come, in, come into play, but whenever a, the, the director or whoever it is that's in the creative process seems to have a certain amount of freedom, movies usually, usually succeed and are critically fairly well-loved. Look at Burton's Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really well-liked. And so and Batman Returns is fairly well-liked, and he seemed to have a good amount of creative freedom there. But then Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, they brought in a new director, and he seemed to be dictated to do certain things based on toy sales. Yeah. And so it's like, if they hadn't done that, they might have been, you know, we might have been in a totally different universe if they had just allowed uh, directors in the 90s and early 2000s to just do what they wanted as opposed to, like, trying to, like... Have it is kind of interfere so much. Go ahead. I was going to say it's such a cynical viewpoint from a, 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 a corporate mindset, and of mm. course it is because that's mm-hmm. uh, kind of what they do. But I, I pretty strongly believe that when you make a superhero movie, um, the toys will sell themselves. Yeah, I don't think he, like you didn't need a cartoonish Batman to sell Batman toys. No, uh, I think you know there's. I think that's gotten better over the years. I mean, you can look at Marvel, and you know they're selling toys. So oh, many yeah. toys. But I don't feel like you get the vibe that they're making these movies to do that. Mm-mm, no. They're still high-quality films. No, they, they've got a lot less constraints than they There's even had There's not a bunch of dumb started. gadgets and stuff that they have that you're, like, thinking, oh, that's just going to be a toy someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, there's always a cyn- all these redesigned Batmobiles and yeah. everything. Like, there's always cynicism always- that like every new Iron Man suit is so they can sell a new Iron Man toy. But it's like, but it also makes sense from a story progression sense that he would upgrade his stuff, and it makes sense that Batman would upgrade his stuff, but not necessarily to the to I the extremes know, he did. To the extremes that they went with in the nineties. Like, Iron Man suits look pretty much the same. Batman's car goes through crazy changes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wide ranging. Up to the point, ooh, you almost wonder if like. Whoever was designing the Nolan Batmans was like wanting to stick it to like a corporate because the the bat the what's it called the tumbler, the tumbler yeah awful <laughs> I hate it it's a stupid car it's a weird tank it's thing. a worse toy like, yeah what kid would want that it looks like a it looks like a, a Humvee that somebody stepped on it does it does and they don't change it through any of the movies other no. than it getting destroyed and there being no. a bat pod inside yeah or uh, some sort of bat cycle inside. Yeah. Well, uh, right. should we move on to... Um, I forget which, what, what order we do this in. Do you do box office next? I think I can do box office next Let's do quick. box office next. We're, we're, we're heading toward the end of this here. So we talked about this a little bit last week. There's not that much data for movies right. in box office prior to the early 80s. But there is some information here. Superman 2 debuted at the weekend of June 19th, way back in 1981. It finished with a three-day opening total of $14 million, which doesn't sound like a lot by today's standards, but that's pretty pretty good by 1981. Yeah, all the tickets cost a quarter. You're talking about you're talking about books about Superman and in the filmmaking world. There's actually two books that I highly recommend you go out and, and look up. I'm going to have them, them right now. One of them is Superman on Film and it's colon film, television, radio, and Broadway. And this is basically Superman's history in uh, pop culture media. And then there's another movie, there's another great book called Superman versus Hollywood. And it's a great exploration of all of the Superman's I think up to Superman Returns. Maybe he talks about Man of Steel in that. I can't remember. Um, Superman about versus Hollywood. Superman versus Hollywood. It should have like a should have like a purple and yellow logo, maybe. All right, cover. Um, anyhow, in the book Superman on film, uh, Superman two broke a box office according to this it broke a box office record with the first day gross of 4.4 million dollars the next day it was 5.6 million dollars which at the time was the highest single box office day surpassing the record set by star wars in 1977 so at one point superman 2 was had the single highest open the single highest day in box office history that's pretty crazy at 5.6 million dollars so it was kind of a major success for warner brothers um it did not end up doing as well as the first superman but it really did help to establish, like, hey, we can do these Superman movies, like, every few years. Yeah, this can be serious. pretty well. And um, uh, also in the top ten that week, I don't have, like, an official rank, but we had uh, the can- uh, Cannonball Run was in uh, was out at that same time, and so was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. So some pretty good movies if you want to go to the movies that that, uh, that t- during that time. Uh, in total, Superman would finish with $108 million domestically, and it would finish with uh, 82 overseas for a $190 million total. Uh, if you look at the uh, year end, Superman 2 finished in the number three spot behind the aforementioned uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and a film called On Golden Pond. Oh, that's Golden a good Pond. movie. It makes me sad. Uh, it's the second highest Christopher Reeves movie and the 16th highest grossing movie based on a DC property. So I forgot that's to it. ask this key question. Mm-hmm. Should should this movie have been made? <clears throat> yes and no. <laughs> I think your movie should have been made. My movie should have been made. <laughs> I agree. Um, I'll say that I do think a Superman sequel should should have been made. Maybe not the one you guys made. Yes, I found. <laughs> I didn't make that shit. Uh, you, know, you guys made that movie. Um, 
just because, you know, we're starting to really see the birth of sequels after this, I think. Mm-hmm. At least timeline-wise. Um, we, we've come to figure out now that superheroes really lend themselves easily to sequels. So I think that the, every box is checked to make another Superman movie. So yes, I do think a Superman 2 should have been made, and it should have been the one I watched. I think no. Okay. I think that when they realized that they were not going to have the creative team that they had for the first film, mm. they really should have thought... I, I mean, we're talking about the first ever reboot instead of a big sequel. Like, they really should have went like, okay, cancel it. This project has failed. Like, we have the directors out. All the actors are refusing to work. Let's just cut our losses. Instead, they forged ahead in a situation where, like, nobody wanted to be a, be a part of this film. You know, like, even the director himself was apparently really cantankerous, right? So, like... Yeah, apparently. Like, yeah. Why, why would they continue forward with this movie when everybody involved is saying, this sucks, I don't want to do it, and three years later, you're having to, like, drag people in to, like, make this work? Like, they should just cut their losses and mm-hmm. then, like, five, ten years later go, all right, let's get the new hot director. Let's go back and try to get Spielberg again. And in 19, you know, 90, you can have Spielberg Superman or something like that. That's how I think it probably should have gone. I, I, I don't hate Superman 2. It's just when you look at all the problems, it, I just feel like it would have been better off and then we wouldn't have got Superman 3 and 4. <laughs> yeah. I think you have a good point. Um, I do want to... Did you... Have you I, go ahead. I'll, I'll go after I, you. I just wanted to... You go because this, mine is not pertaining to this. Okay. Well, the only thing I'll say is is that when it when it comes to pertaining to Superman, I, Superman 2 at least... I have a, did this sequel need to be made? My answer is, again, yes and no. No, be, I'm going to go with no because I go with you whenever you say that, like... Meaning cre- David. Meaning that, correct. <laughs> I, go with, I go with David, there you go. the man to my left. Uh, <laughs> I go with David because, yeah, the creative juices are just not there. And if you if you don't have the creativity, if you don't have the same people that are on board, you really don't need to make it. On the other hand, I will say this. For the most part, they did have that. For the most part, they did have that. And then Richard Lester came in, and then Warner Brothers fired the Warner Brothers fired uh, the person in charge, Richard Donner. Um, if you didn't have the Richard Donner cut, if you didn't have the Richard Donner cut, it just goes to show that director's cuts matter. And directors, uh, directors need to pertain to their vision. It goes. It's the same thing goes for Blade Runner, because Blade Runner. You for like the you, you like director's cut of that? Yeah, and 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 actually, the director's cut, whenever that was released in '92, still wasn't Ridley Scott's. It wasn't until the final cut, mm. which was a year after the Richard Donner cut. So um, I feel like, in a way, the Richard Donner cut is actually sounds like it's necessary, like it's necessary to the realm of what people want to see. And it goes to show, especially in DC, when, when we have uh, when we have Watchmen, despite mm-hmm. what, we, what we talked about, and also Batman versus Superman. Hopefully, they can learn a lesson from this. But it sounds like they're not. But yeah. it doesn't sound like they're learning a lesson. Garrett, what were you gonna say? So I just wanted to say there is one aspect of this movie that I liked to an extent. I like the idea of it, maybe not the execution, but I like the idea of it, and I'd like to see it more. Is the return of a bad guy? You don't see that too often in these movies anymore. So you had Lex Luthor come back, and I like that idea because now I think it gives a little bit more to it. So, like, just imagine if, uh, 
I mean, they never made an Iron Man post, but like, what if the real Mandarin would have come? You know, or if he would have had to deal with his partner again from the first one, like right. bring some of these guys back and like go through some of the things that they've done. Like they're theoretically in jail if they haven't died, <laughs> which is always whatever. Mm-hmm. But like someone who didn't die, that is a, a relatively good bad guy, bring them back into the fold. And and they don't really do that anymore. And so the idea of like Lex Luthor being back. I was like, let's let's see a little more of that in the in the modern ones. Like, you don't always have to revamp. Like, let's continue. Let's make this grudge match go. Like, you and I watch wrestling, yeah. so like they yeah, keep, keep those feuds going rematch. in a while. Like, br- keep the feuds festering. Yeah, and then bring them back in. Like the right ball. now, you got like so. I was always really disappointed in Spider Man Two. Same Raimi Spider Man Two. They killed off Doc Ock, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, he's so good. It would have been great if he was just like mysteriously disappeared, and then like you know. Maybe somewhere along the line. Oh no, Doc Ock's back. I got to deal with that. That's a major aspect of comic books. Is like the return of Blank. Right. X is you know like X is back. Oh, I thought we killed him twenty years ago, but he's back again. You know, right now in the MCU, you got like Baron Zemo, who was in uh, Captain America: Civil War, and he was like the main antagonist there. He's still out in the wind somewhere, which is kind of cool. Like they don't have to bring him back, but the options there. Mm-hmm. The options there to do something really interesting with a character who. Like with a villain who lost and he gets a second chance, what do you do there? Yep. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I would agree with that if I thought they did it well. I just yeah. think Lex didn't do anything in this no. movie, so right. I, no. I would have rather have yeah, not yeah, had yeah. him. No, the execution was poor, but the idea I like. Yeah. Um, okay, so I don't remember who does Rotten Tomatoes this time. Andrew, yeah, Andrew runs the game. Yeah, Andrew won last okay, week. Okay, so you're gonna have to do both now. <laughs> I I'm do gonna both. have I'm gonna have to guess the Richard Donner score, and they're gonna have to guess. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. But then again, I win by default because I'm the only one who can... We're just going to have to go do a free-for-all. Yeah, Everybody can yeah. guess. I'll throw out a guess for theirs. They can throw out a guess for Josh mine. trying to give himself a free win, right? Well, you know, you all didn't do the homework. Whichever one of our fans is keeping track of these uh, these winnings is going to... Yeah, this is going to be an asterisk, asterisk by this. Yeah. Josh's name on this. Yeah, well, he ain't even ready. <laughs> he done forgot. He done forgot. Like, somebody just, got... He got Superman kissed again. <laughs> Superman laid a big one on him. Superman been kissing <laughs> Andrew when we went looking. He forgot. He forgot all about it. <laughs> yeah. Play that Jeopardy theme music right here. Yeah. I think we're really in for a rocky road when we move forward to three and four, don't you think? If oh, these boy. two are the best, I'm afraid. It's going to be good. What, what I thought was interesting, uh, the Richard Donner cut is actually shorter than your version. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... Not by a lot, but a little bit. You don't talk. You need to find the thing. Ours is like, <laughs> ours is like what, two hours We're trying to kill minutes? time. <laughs> two it's, hours on the dot, I yeah, think. Yeah, mine was a little under two hours. I'm pretty sure the first Superman was like two hours, 30 minutes. It felt like two yeah, days no, the first one was 30 months. months. It like, did feel it like terrible. one of those things. All right, I got it. He's a full month. Okay, so which one are you doing first? Superman 2 original? OG? Yes. Okay. So let's make our guesses. 12. No, it's going to be higher than that, but that's the way I feel about it. Uh, 70. 70. I'll say 82%. 70, 82. Uh, I'm going to say people like this back in the day. <laughs> well, yeah. Eight, I'm 80. 70, 82, 80. Yeah. The humor occasionally stumbles into slapstick territory, and the yeah. special effects are dated, but Super t- Superman 2 meets, if not exceeds, what? the standards set by its predecessor. 85. 92. If it exceeds, the last one was 90-something. I'm going to say 80... 80 I'm going to stick with 82. 82. 92. 82, 92. 85. 85. 
86. Oh. oh, damn it. I should have joked. I was going to do 86 on the dot, and I can't believe I stacked myself out of it. 76 audio. Uh, I'll take that audience audience score. 76 that audience movie. score. I feel yeah. more akin to the audience. Than I would, I would How much was the audience score? 76. I still stick with my 12. Yeah, I feel like there's a good number <laughs> of people giving that uh, high rating for nostalgia. Okay, so now he's looking he's up the Richard Donner cut. Richard Donner cut. Because uh, it also got reviewed. Separate tomato meter. came out. A long time later, two thousand six. Superman Returns or before two thousand six. So I think that was after Superman Returns, wasn't it's it? Around the same time period, definitely. Well, wasn't Superman Returns like oh uh, four? It's in that time period. Superman Returns. That yeah. was oh six. Oh six. So yeah. uh, came, out came out same year. Wow. Came out same year. Wow. Big year for Superman. It's a cool year. Too bad nobody liked that Brandon Routh one. And too bad too. I, Brandon Routh. We're going to talk about it. I, I think, think we've decided. I that we're really don't talk know about that it. that's true. Is it not? I don't know that it is. I never it wasn't saw it. Universally loved, but it wasn't necessarily. I don't think it was panned, panned by any means. But it was just kind of mixed reviews. I think. Is All right, so, it's, it's so how it's I, I can't find it. It's not on. Ro- it is because because I made sure to look. <laughs> okay, is it Superman? Like, like it's called Superman Two, and it should come up because <laughs> there's only two Superman Twos. Yeah. So there's a sequel to the sequel? No, well, no, well, yeah, I guess. See, I guess you could call it that. <laughs> kind of in a weird way, a sequel to the sequel. Well, yeah, it's gonna get the answer too. I'm trying. No, to I just, I, I just got the third one spoiled for me. So they do all the weird stuff on the moon too. They do like kicking the astronauts around and terrorizing the astronauts. Yeah, that's all there. Man, weird. I liked it. It all seems so. Like weirdly childish at times too, like they're just like, "Hey, throw you, throw you in the air," mm-hmm. you know. And like it seems like it definitely seems like a kid's version of what Superman and his bad guys would do. What is that? What is it? what is the lady's name? The female henchman? I have no idea. I just you called said it several no, times. No, you said it several several times. No, 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 not Zod. I mean, Ursa. I mean uh, Lex Luthor's. Oh, Miss Tessmacher. Yeah, I'm glad you say that every time because I would not say it right. You're gonna have to run it. You won technically, so uh, <laughs> you run in this uh, Superman two part two. Okay, I got I it. Saw it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. What did you find? No, 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 no he I, saw I, your I number. It, I saw it on yours. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then I mean, guess. it's got to be higher than uh, uh, <laughs> eighty-eight. Okay. Uh, I'll say even ninety. You nailed it. Woo! Ninety. David nailed it. I win again. Well, that was less exciting. I get to run Superman 3, but Andrew can't play because he saw it this week. That's true. He won't remember. He couldn't remember things that happened 30 seconds ago. All I know is that it was was Well, of course it was. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, Richard Pryor. uh, No, is he in 3 or 4? He's in 3. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. So what do you guys rate it? (laughs) I rate it a a 2.5. Okay. Oh, that's high. I give it a 2. Easily a 2. Two and a half is okay by my standards. Like it's not, it's not just the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's getting there. I know the other two are bad, so I'm afraid. I'm just, I'll give it a two for disappointing. Well, my movie was a three and a half. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time, and I'd watch it again. I gave this movie a whole half point just for the ending with the garbage eating garbage line. Great, great line. <laughs> I really love it. It's the right amount of cheese for Superman. Never seen okay, garbage he's a nice garbage man. Line. He's Jewish. 
Well, that, just still like what? still not sure that's what she said, but I'm I don't have the wherewithal def- to defend it. Who knows? So uh, we'll be back next week with Superman three. Oh god! Uh, co-starring Richard Pryor. Yeah, Superman three: The Premise to Office Space. Okay, I don't get that joke, <laughs> so I'll take it. Um, we'll be back next time with that. You can find us online at facebook.com slash so many sequels pod. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can listen to us um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Soundstooth, Anchor, Stitcher, all those things. Wherever you find your podcast. Share, share it with your friends. Go leave us reviews on whatever those sites let you. That helps us a lot. And go, go watch some movies. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Watch Superman 3 uh, so you'll be on the same page as us. Yeah. Help you out. Let us know what you thought of Superman yeah. 3. Until next time. Richard Lester, you're done up, man.